Learn how to get the most of your payments through simple, safe, and smart card transactions. Visit MasterYourCard.org forward slash Canada for tips to master small business security. Master your card with MasterCard Canada. Are you ready to plan for the future? Build the financial foundations for your business with Intuit QuickBooks Startup Foundations. Enroll in the online Startup Foundations workshop and receive a free one-year subscription to Intuit QuickBooks Online. Visit bit.ly forward slash Startup Foundations. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Startup Foundations today to register for free. Sharing the journey of real Canadian changemakers and the impact they have on the world we live in. It's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and visit startupcan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I am your host, Rivers Corbett. If you're looking to access the best-in-class mastermind group, then I invite invite you to join my own Rockstar Mastermind. We teach people how to learn and build a successful company from scratch. Visit therockstarmastermind.com for more information. This is Zainab, founder of Winged. And ladies and gentlemen, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to have Zainab Muse on our show today. Zainab is an advocate for youth entrepreneurship and is the co-founder of the Ottawa-based multimedia company and digital media agency called Winged. And I'm going to talk about why she spells it the way she does. Zainab's inspiration to start Winged grew from an idea to make content shared on mainstream media a lot smarter and so solutions-driven in order to empower young people to understand their immense potential, and they do. After coming in second place at the 2015 Canadian Online Publishing Awards for the best blog in Canada, they decided to expand their company, that she and her partners, to become more than a blog, but a nationally recognized digital platform. The company then went on to publish a book on youth collaboration and is currently hosting podcasts where they are working on producing... Hey, by the way, how come I have haven't been invited on your <laughs> podcast yet. <laughs> maybe after I'm, this, after this. <laughs> maybe. So this is my test to see how well we do. Perfect. Um, so it's currently hosting a podcast where they're working on producing daily unbiased content for the millennial audience. In addition, they intend to work alongside other companies to invest in their millennial audience and to teach them the right way to do just that. Other things to work on in the future include creating innovative technology that'll help fulfill their original mission statement to make main 
mainstream media content more solutions-driven for millennials. Today's podcast is in that we'll talk with us about the multimedia company on a mission and how Winged helps or aims to inspire the next generation of leaders. Wow. All right, Zainab, are you ready for this conversation? Wow. That's quite an intro. I always like to give kudos to the script writers because they do an awesome, awesome job with their research and uh, and uh, writing things. So, Absolutely. Uh, it, it's, yeah, they really do. So, Zainab, what I want to, um, I like to always start with this question because uh, what it does, it, it creates the, the reason for people to fashion their seatbelt and say, oh man, I want to go along for this ride with this conversation. So look, at the end of the conversation, what's what's the takeaway that you want people to have uh, when they unbuckle their seatbelt at the end of our conversation today about you and your company? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there, there are two main things that, you know, pop out right away. I think the first one is definitely um, encouraging people to go with whatever idea they have in their heads, you know, whatever, no matter how big or small, um, because uh, I, I love this quote by Elon Musk. And it's it always it says, um, you know, if something is important enough to you, you know, the thing that just kind of keeps sticking in, in the brain, you think about it constantly, um, you should do it, even if there is a high probable outcome of failure, you know, so just go forth and do it. And that's what we did with Wayne. I mean, um, uh, David and myself, as you get to know, um, we, we're science kids. We're leading a digital media agency. And um, it's it really the equation doesn't, you know, it's not it's not the right <laughs> equation, but it works for right. us. <laughs> it works for yeah. us because at the time, that's what we wanted to do. So for everybody listening, um, I think just go with whatever it is that you have um, in your minds, that thing that just kind of keeps sticking in and, you know, keeps constantly being played. Um, and the other thing is, yeah, uh, for us, we're really trying to make the content that people consume online smarter just we just we just want that you know to be mainstream not not all the all the other content that kind of is 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 a distraction we find so yeah very very cool and your partner uh, his name is David uh, Eber yes yes that's yeah, him perfect. I get, I get, yeah perfect I you're just want to give him names. a shout yeah, out you're good yeah, with I'm the names right <laughs> awesome. well look let's kind of dive right into Winged first of all um, you uh, you know what you absorbed on mainstream media and, and and really you know what were you seeing that inspired you to kind of take charge that that you that you didn't like that you liked uh, when you ultimately launched Winged what was the big hairy issue that you said, oh man, that'd be so cool to go after that one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, just how I began with us being science kids in the summer of 2013, um, David and myself were actually volunteering at this neuroscience lab for the summer. And, um, we were doing this Health Canada study. And I remember, you know, every day when, when we were kind of bored dissecting rat brains, which we were supposed to do for the study. <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. just, honestly, you'd think at the first time it's cool because you're like, whoa, Sprague Dolly rats, I get to work with them. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, when it, when it becomes the same rigorous task every single day, it gets boring. Uh, so we, yeah. you know, so we do the, the most millennial thing. We go on social media, we check, you know, um, the internet, what's going on. And, um, um, at the time, you know, for us, it's still, still, still what's going on, but um, it's either there are three main, this, this, we always classify them as the three main types of mainstream media. So it's the propaganda, the political news. Um, mm. And then the second one was a celebrity gossip. And then the mm -hmm. third one for us was, uh, you know, the viral news, you know, those, um, hey, look at what I can do in like five seconds. And then it's someone jumping off a cliff and, you know, God mm. knows where. Um, so those were the types of content. And um, the two things happened for that, for, from that 
that for us because those were the things that we'd always kind of find online. We thought, well, young people were often the ones behind uh, most of this content. They were the ones, probably the writers. They were the ones creating these videos. Um, you know, and the second thing for us was uh, these these content just didn't really it didn't there was no take a message from any of them right there was no mm -hmm. there was no la there was no yeah there was not that strong message to gain from all of them sure it's interesting for a split second what kim kardashian is wearing but how does that impact me as a person so mm -hmm. it's it's these things that we started um you know visualizing for a platform that we wanted to create so um again we came we're, we're looking at this from that technical standpoint where you know we we're, we've been taught as science kids to kind of always when we're um you know consuming a journal article or or information you always have to kind of find the results the discussion you have to find what the message is right so we were coming from that technical standpoint so that's where the bias comes from of course for david and myself so we created this platform where you know what let's let's bridge that gap for people who want to consume content online but don't have want to consume these types of content online but don't have access to it so right. um that that was that was the launch of our blog at the time and um we shared, you know, science and tech reviews. We partnered with a lot of PhD students and master's friends at the time. Um, you know, we we focused on creative folks. We focused on entrepreneurs. Um, you know, so it was it was a really fun fun start for us because we loved what we were creating. It was something very different from what we were used to, but it was mm. so much fun to delve into that world and just create something online. Is it is it is it fair to say that what you were bringing was clarity to the messaging from that bridge aspect of the the snippet to now no this is what is really being talked about and what the uh, what the dialogue is all about yes exactly so you know it's just what's that take home message you want to leave so it's content with quality that's what we say you know it's you want to mm. be able to leave with something and that's what mm. we were exactly so it was messaging i wanted to read something and i always say winged for me at the time when we started this was our marketing slogan it was like hey do you want to consume con uh, something that you're going to gain a few brain cells with um so that's kind of right. how we marketed winged was hey if you want to gain a few brain cells check out winged <laughs> Well, it's it's an interesting thing. I was I forget what country I was reading it about, um, but how they were using social media in particular to really manipulate. And you talk about propaganda and mm -hmm. so on politically. Uh, uh, and I, again, I can't remember what country it was, but how they were taking their social media message to the people. And Donald Trump, of course, is uh, the, the real prime. <laughs> yeah, but but I think what you're doing is really epic because it not only helps to convey that true content that uh, that true lens of what is happening that unbiased approach but you're also teaching people to uh, second guess the message uh, because it's so well it can be so misconstrued for mm -hmm. all the wrong reasons and so uh, I think that that, that you know that that, that 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 aspect of providing the value but also educating people that they need to ask that question again well is this true or I need to find more about it I think is really cool so how do you make money off of Winged? Yeah, so I, exactly. So when we started off, you know, we had no clue what anything was about in terms of a company, creating a company. What we wanted to do was create a blog, 
right? And so there's not a lot of, I guess, in the age that we are, it's not, you know, back in the late 1990s or the early 2000s when the internet was just starting to come out. And so mm. you can make money off of a blog, like no, no, no tomorrow. But um, mm. for us, uh, you know, when we started, there was no money being made out of this because we're actually in third year of university at the time. Um, so it's now that as we grew the company and as we'll, you know, we'll kind of discuss later on of how the blog expanded beyond just a blog um, you know we now do a B2B which is like a business to business where not only mm -hmm. do we craft content for our audience we also work with um, you know businesses and organizations that want to craft content the way we do so um, smart content we call it smart content creation for millennials um, especially people who don't know how to target this um, generation of uh, internet consumers and so um, that's how we make money actually because we do a lot of consultations um, and we're also releasing products as well so um, we have our first book um, you know we sometimes when something makes sense to us in terms of writing an article and people want us to go there to report on the story um, you know they pay us for our time so um, the company is I would would say right now i guess we're still a startup but yeah we're now solidifying ourselves as a company because before we we're just a blog yeah very interesting how how young is your company uh so we're about four years we were about four nice. years july 3rd actually so yesterday <laughs> <laughs> ah, congratulations thank you you know i i, I always say Zanab, uh, that um to me a startup is simply in a laboratory and mm -hmm. they're in that laboratory for about five years trying to figure out one well they have an hypothesis obviously yep. and here i am talking to a scientist um and, and they're just trying to prove that hypothesis and and but it takes sometimes years to ultimately come up with the formula for success to prove that hypothesis right or wrong along the way. And so uh, that's very cool. Absolutely. I mean, even the type of content, because at the time we'd always call it intellectual content. That's how we create, that's how we crafted our um, slogan for Wing. But it's now as we grew, or as we're growing, that we realized that what we were actually creating was called positive journalism. So mm. it's, it's a new form of journalism that's not very popular, obviously, because it's not you know would know because it's not mainstream media but positive, mm -hmm, po positive mm -hmm. journalism really leaves you with the message at the end of the content as well as it's solutions driven so that's also one mm. thing that we do as well is whenever we're reporting on an article or a story or an event it has to be on bias so you have to be able to report from both sides and um, right. you know you have to be able to create a solution to to the problems that you're seeing in that in this context so um, for us I think we've realized that it is now positive journalism and when we started again no business background no we didn't even have never taken a business course <laughs> in my life um so yes. didn't know where to go you know we didn't know what direction to take winged in until you you become street smart once you like you said yes. it, it's like you're in a laboratory and you're um you know just kind of testing things out and saying okay this works this doesn't so we've become a lot yeah. we've come a lot smarter for sure uh, yeah well i think that's the journey of the entrepreneur you become more and more smart as you move along and it's the key is to recognize you're becoming smarter and to listen to that. Yes. Very, very <laughs> cool. So um, here's a question for you, and you alluded to it just a little while ago. I asked you about how you made money uh, with Winged, mm -hmm. and you alluded to the fact where you you help organizations, companies really craft their content specifically related to the style that you have mm -hmm. and the um, and the uh, and the millennial group that you're talking about. Yeah. But you made it sound so easy, like <laughs> these 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 companies just showed up. They saw your blog and they called you up or they texted you or whatever, and away you went. I, it's got to be more behind that than 
uh, then 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 the easiness you made it happen. How did you start to get clients in that particular area? Or maybe it was that easy. They just saw the <laughs> magnificence of your blog. Yeah. So um, actually, it's it, I would say we're still growing. So we're still growing. We're constantly evolving. And, um, you know, the, I, the way and you, you said in the intro as well. So when we're now a digital media agency, so because we brand as that online, um, mm. the, the first thing that we definitely focused on was SEO. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, that search engine optimization, making sure that when mm-hmm. people search uh, our keywords, you know, digital media agency mm. in Ottawa, all these certain uh, keywords that would we kind of crafted towards leading people to winged, um, we made Made sure that people would launch on our website so they would know who we are mm. and then they'll kind of get in contact with us our website you know um uh, kind of lists all that we do it's going through a rebranding right now just so we have everything that's up to date so um mm-hmm. you know but uh everything is listed on there so people kind of you know right away we got the organic you know uh visitors i would say cool. and then yes. uh, the second thing we did was um while we were kind of growing winged as this company um we were also doing something on the side which was our pro- our book project so um uh, you know, yes. we'll, we'll talk about the book but the book actually the way we created the book let's dive right into it it's the insider's guide <laughs> to capital canada's capital is that correct yes absolutely yeah. and insider's i'm gonna repeat guide. that again mm-hmm. an insider's guide to canada's capital yeah, let's dive into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So for us, you know, while we were growing Wing, this book was uh, honestly a side project for us, for David and myself, because um, we're o- we're originally Nigerians. Um, David is actually from the UK. I'm Nigerian, and um, we met in Toronto. So when I moved to Canada, I met I moved to Toronto, and I met David there in high school. And um, uh-huh. you know, so we've, we 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 kind of you know lived in Toronto and got used to the fast paced ness of Toronto. And when we moved to Ottawa for school, you know, would get these back back and forth with friends saying, "Hey, I don't." want to come visit because Ottawa is boring right you know you hear you had the cliche um and so we're like you know what we're going to show you it's not because we're having such a great time here so the book was nice. you know the book originated from that but as the company grew so was our networks right the people we're partnering with and mm. we started to realize whoa we can actually create this big city-wide thing and craft it in a way that's unusual for a book about Ottawa so a book about Ottawa a typical book about, about Ottawa that you'd find would probably list the landmarks you know have fancy photos here and there of landmarks and that was it but for us we went beyond that so we it's called an insider's guide because we stripped the layers down a little bit for people. So we went beyond Parliament Hill. We went beyond the landmarks by featuring, um, you know, the locals that lived here. Um, you know, we mm. had over over 80, um, 80 to 85 locals that were featured in our book. And we also crafted it in, you know, a, a top 10 adventurous things to do in Ottawa, you know, historical elements to kind of explore the city. So all these things that, um, you know, it was creative content design that we did. And um, honestly, that opened up the networks for us as well, because our book is so that chapter so a lot of people and we have our contact information at the back actually so it's the best sales you know the best sales Mm. product for us and um yeah everybody you know so people you know will contact us hey i saw you know i like the way you guys craft your content i saw your website um you know i'm actually looking for a way to um target the um, our millennial uh you know niche market we don't know how to do that obviously because it's you know uh, it's a fast changing generation and um you know you guys are all millennials you know the language so things like that so that's that's sort of how it kind of you know our client list grew and um we also got word of mouth word of mouth which is awesome 
So, and, and, uh, and, and I just, again, I love how you, you throw these things out. You just, and, and by the way, our, our book is sold a chapter. So how did you get, just get your book sold a chapter? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so how did, how did that happen? Tell us about that journey. That's cool. Oh, wow. I mean, the book took us three years. So the yes. wing is four years old. The book took us uh, three years to create. And when we knew we wanted to create a book, so David and myself be beside the uh, the company, not associated with the company at all, but um, we wanted to create a book. Um, so David and myself actually uh, reached out to publishers in the city because we wanted to make the book as, as authentic as possible. So one of the publishers that we actually spoke with, his name is Ray Coderre from Baco Publishing uh, and Consultants right. Inc. Um, he's one of the you know pioneers of in the publishing world here in Ottawa. And um, you know we sat with him and uh, super super down to earth, uh, extremely mm. extremely wonderful. And he said you know and I remember he was like yeah all the books I publish get sold at chapters and that was the selling point for us. And we we're like okay Love it. good that's that's you we're working with you. <laughs> yeah exactly. So he, yeah it's mm-hmm. it's what I love about that story is really that easy ultimately yeah. <laughs> that you that you 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 network you network and you never forget about the power of networking because you just don't know how ultimately how easy something's going to happen. I was recently um, a part of a, I'm a part working with a, a large training group out of uh-huh. out of Alberta called Go Forth Institute. Anyway, make a long story short, um, we were looking to do a, a deal with a national organization, okay. and the national the guy that was the was the chair of the board for this national organization just you know lived an hour from me in St. John, New Brunswick. Wow. And if you've ever been to the Maritimes, it's just really one remove from everybody. I called him up and he says, yeah, come on down. And just this past week, we signed a national deal with those no guys. Way. And so, yeah, yeah, that's how it happens. Just as, you know, you talk to somebody who's, who's connected to it. And so I love that you've reinforced that. So of course it should be in chapters because you're up there trying to move your business forward. I think that's really, really inspiring. So, but I got to ask you this before we get finished on with our, our conversation. Why winged? W-I-N-G-D. And you get very, very annoyed, <laughs> don't you, when people mispronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, because, you know, I was I was, uh, I was, was speaking to Rivers about how people would often call, um, you know, our, our company Winged or Wing D. And, um, you know, yeah. those are those are fair. Obviously, it's the you kind of pronounce it the way you spell it. But for us, yes. uh, honestly, it alludes back to what I said in the beginning of when you have an idea, just run with it or in our case mm. just you know take flight with it and winged mm. for for us was um you know the best uh, at the time which was about 2 a.m and i think it was a monday night when we came <laughs> up with the name um so at the time for us it was we just really wanted something that signified us really taking flight with this crazy idea we had had while we were, you know, um, dissecting rat brains in a neuroscience lab. So, um, winged, obviously it's, it's, it's a, it's a verb and, um, it really is, you know, acquiring wings to fly, but we removed the E because people would think we were, uh, you know, unoriginal. So, um, like, like, well, you guys aren't original at all. So, um, uh, uh, we thought, okay, you know what? Let's remove the E to have the flair. And now we 
have there you have it we have winged <laughs> yeah I, I think it's very cool and i commend you on doing that one of my favorite uh, advices to uh, to people advice to people who are doing business is you zag when everybody else zigs yeah and the fact <laughs> that you chose that difference like congratulations on that um so uh, uh, this is another thing i don't want to forget before we and we've got a, a little ways to go in the conversation mm-hmm. but uh, how do how do people find uh, uh your your blog what you're doing with regards to your 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 digital agency and so on is it winged.com uh so it's actually winged.ca um okay. so we have a .ca uh url mm-hmm. but yeah it's mm-hmm. a winged.ca and uh or to, to kind of get all of the information it's also winged.ca slash welcome if you want more okay. information about the history and everything that we've just talked about of <laughs> yeah that's very cool and again ladies and gentlemen it's w-i-n-g-d.ca and if you want to go right to the welcome just uh, the, the forward slash welcome um uh Zainab, you've uh, you're, you're you're talking a lot about the millennial voice and you know you hear that a lot these days about trying to understand the millennial and i don't know is there a, is there a generation before the millennials now i don't know what the <laughs> next one will be by the way and, and the other question i want to ask you is, is you keep uh, you're you're a millennial obviously yes. so at some point in time you're going to get older you'll still be a millennial but are you, will you always refer to you and david as as science kids. I think that's really cool. Do you, do you do that on purpose? Refer to yourself as science kids or is it just something that comes natural? I, it actually just comes natural because I've always been a science kid all of my life. I've always been the right. science nerd of every group that I've been in, you know, um, elementary. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've just always had an affinity towards, you know, science and everything regarding that because my life, you know, everything I, I do and the way I kind of communicate with people, it needs to make sense. There needs to be a yes. why one plus one equals two. You know, so I've yes. always sciences are like that. You know, there needs to be a theory on why these things happen. Mm. So for me, mm. I you know we because we we live our lives like that. That's why we I call us science kids. Yeah, sure, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what did you what did your family think when you started winged? Did they think you're kind of like what is is two o'clock <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning too? There had to be a little question. Okay, where were you smoking or drinking at that particular <laughs> point in time? But uh, what did they say when you? you when you told him this is what you're going to do with David. It's hilarious. It's hilarious because our first few articles were actually um, scientific articles that we wrote. So there was, yes. no, there was no big difference at the time. They were like, yeah, right oh. <laughs> they were like, you know, Hey, I guess, you know, she's moving online now with her, you know, yeah. with all of her yeah. theories and her readings. Um, but um, my mom actually <laughs> is uh, the biggest support of, you know, what we do because she's an of entrepreneur course. herself. She's been an entrepreneur all of her life. And, um, oh, nice. she, you know, she has her, own thing and when winged just kind of shifted gears from just being an online blog to actually um, f- uh, creating a company or to actually standing its ground as a company. Um, you know, she was the kind of go-to because she's been in the business world uh, mm. a long, a long time. So for sure. Mm. <laughs> very cool. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the time where we need to take a very quick break, but we will be right back with more from our amazing guests. Stay tuned. As an entrepreneur, you're always looking for ways to work smarter, faster, simpler, and better. Grow your business your way with transformative tech like Microsoft Azure, Office 365, Windows 10, and more. Visit modernbiz.ca, that's modernbiz.ca, and see how Microsoft can help you run your business anytime, anywhere. 
American-born business One by Sun creates and sells a unique collection of printed yoga mats, tote bags, pouches, and prints from original hand-painted designs to customers across Canada, the United States, and Australia. When their products are out for delivery, it's important for their customers to have total visibility to ensure their packages are delivered on time, no matter where their customer is located. UPS Canada helps customers track their shipments 24 hours a day, seven days a week, while co-owners Evangelina and Jamal can focus on growing their business. Join the UPS Small Business Program to get support on your unique supply chain needs. Plus, save 40% off shipping. Visit ups.com forward slash my business. Thank you to our sponsors. And we are back. Well, so let's get back to that millennial voice. Yes. Uh, and what is the uh, what is the millennial voice anyway? And uh, everybody should really be listening now because this is that little seed of gold that'll make you millions of dollars. <laughs> oh my! You know what's so interesting? Have you heard the theory of labels? How? No. Okay, so there's this theory out there that if say you're you ascribe to a label that's different from the popular, you know, from the majority of yes. people, you become the spokesperson. Yes. <laughs> and okay, so, okay. and so, everything you do formulates around that, you know, creates the uh, direction of that label. So it's the same yes. thing as the millennial voice for us. So everybody now, you know, say they look at us as experts into millennial voice, and it's funny because, nice. um, you know, I when we started, we didn't we didn't actually call ourselves millennials. You know, I think it's realizing, um, you know, and there are two things actually. So while we were creating Wink, we met someone, um, you know, who's uh, he's a mentor of ours now. He lives in Silicon Valley. He's created, um, you know, two tech companies here and he's working on a third one in, in uh, Silicon Valley. And, you know, when we told him this is our goal, this is our direction. And, you know, he said, oh, you guys are crafting, you guys are teaching people what the millennial voice is or what millennials like to do because you guys are all millennials. And I think it was when he said it, it was that that's when we shifted gears and realized that, whoa, a lot of people actually you know, would want to understand the new generation. And so millennials, honestly, to me, are the people who exist or who were born in the digital age. So the people who mm. were born into the internet, they were born where, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, or now living in that digital, uh, you know, in that digital age, uh, all that, all that, tr all the trends. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, think of us, I always say millennials are, Think of us as the digital age cavemen. We're the natives of the digital age. So, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> so it, to us, you know, we thought, whoa, that's, uh, you know, and I hate to use the word goldmine, but I need to update my dictionary. But we thought that's a goldmine because for us, we yes. can actually direct or change the direction of how generations after us utilize the internet because we're the ones pioneering it right now so to us that was when you know the whole concept of changing the types mm. of content that went mainstream um that's where it kind of came about was if we can change the or create an alternate platform on the internet for people to consume um you know positive journalism solutions driven content mm. then we're inherently you know having uh you know a hand in making sure that the generations after us actually utilize the internet this way wow so, yeah it's a big <laughs> 
Yeah, seriously. It, but that's, that, 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 that's that's caveman cavalry, you know, pioneering. Exactly. Whatever you want to call it. But I, I absolutely, brilliant. Thank I you. I think that is so cool. Thank and, you. And it kind of reminds me of the book, um, I, I want to say, um, Seth Godin, I think it is, who wrote, um, or maybe it was Malcolm Gladwell that wrote uh, Tribes. Uh, and it's that center of, that type of uh, approach with that too. So here's a question for you. Okay. Have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered what it was like to live without the internet? Oh, absolutely. I mean, always, I always do. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those people that lived uh, before the, uh, before the internet. And mm -hmm. I remember when the fax machine came on and all that kind of jazzy stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and then there was the information highway and, 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 you know, I was talking to a, a colleague of mine uh, and through this, through Go Forth Institute, and there's a, they have a, an online manual that mm -hmm. uh, that people can download also and print off. And she says, interesting enough, she says those millennials that's, <laughs> that's all they've known is the internet, which is fine. <laughs> they don't a printed book. What do I take the printed book for? It makes no sense. And and yet older people, the boomers, the uh, the Gen Xs, and yes, so on. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that book. So it's it's very cool that you look at it that way. That is so interesting and uh, very very insightful. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, for us, um, you know, I always wondered about it because if, if, and you know, you, you know, you know that, um, cause for me, I find that we're so lucky when, for example, um, a few days ago, the internet in my home was down. I couldn't do anything. Mm. I was, I could mm. not do anything. And I wondered, this is interesting. <laughs> you know, if say yes. I was, <laughs> I was born in the, in the, you know, the time and age where we, there was no internet at all. There was no access to Wi-Fi. Um, you yes. know, I would know what to do in this case. So things like that, where I'm like, okay, you just wow, pick up yeah. a book. So all the, all the, all the other things. Um, but you know, the yeah. other, the other thing that we find also is because you mentioned it, right. It, it's a term that we like to call juvenoia where, okay. uh, you know, when you're kind of afraid of the new. So when a yes. lot of, you know, the generation that came before us, um, you know, what, uh, I guess what, what happens is when there's a new something, when there's a new technology, there's a new gadget. Oh, I don't want to get on that, you know, that's mm -hmm. going to be, you know, I, what, what is that? So things like that mm -hmm. is called juvenoia. And I find oh, for, for David and myself, as we've grown winged, and I guess that's where the answer to what is the millennial voice is, um, you know, and it, it also comes in the world place, like uh, office, offices, businesses, companies, when uh, millennials are often given, you know, um, that kind of decision-making, um, you know, roles because we're new mm. and, oh, it's just like, what do they have to offer? They're new, they're young. So it's things like that that I think once we start championing them through um, our content, through empowerment, which is what we do as well, um, I think people, you know, that term, I think there's going to be that synergy between this generation and the previous generation to know mm. that we can actually create this world for generations to come where everyone just knows what to do and they're a lot smarter because of that. So, yeah. <sighs> Oh, uh, wow. And I'll, well, all that's going through my head is, are we ever lucky to have you two in Canada? Oh, this boy. is so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so but you much. also, you talk about some other stuff that you do. You foster youth entrepreneurship. Can hello. you talk about a project, project that uh, hello. is, hello? Okay. Hello, hello. Uh, so, there. 
Okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, there's a mute button on this, so we're going to pause there, Cyprian, for a sec. There's a mute button on the uh, on the microphone, and when I when I get animated and my hands start <laughs> flowing around in the conversations, I hit that mute button every now and then. Oh, that's excellent. So, so we're back on here now. So Cyprian, three, two, one, here we go. Perfect. Yeah, I I uh, I really really think it's awesome that you're also working in youth entrepreneurship, yeah. uh, Zainab. Uh, sorry, um, the um, can you talk about a project that is it? Is, are both you and David working in that field, or is it you? And uh, what's one project that uh, you're doing that you're saying, "Wow, this is really, uh, really epic." Oh, I mean, oh, there's so many because uh, you know it comes to what you said as well is networking, right? So when we were growing winged and we were networking, we realized, you know, um, you know, there are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs. There's the entrepreneurial boom, that's what we call it, and um, all these mm. people that are now entrepreneurs are all young people and these people are dropping out of school to lead their own business I mean look at Zuckerberg I mean he's Zuckerberg Mm. and all these um, all these people who actually dropped out of you know Ivy League schools to follow their passions Um, you know I think those are examples of um, you know how you can actually have an idea and just run with it and so we've met those people along the way and that's what we try to do in terms of our content is actually highlight all these ordinary people doing extraordinary things and when Ah. you know when the main Mainstream media focuses on celebrity content, you know, it, it, it distracts from, you know, real people. And that's what we, mm-hmm. so it's, 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 a you know, winged is very complex, you know, obviously, as you can tell. So, um, you know, this, this, arm of wing just kind of naturally came when the type of content we were actually creating was focusing on ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. And so we found yes. like these people were often young people, you know, going out of, you know, the status quo, going out of a paid job, full-time job, doing their own thing. Yeah. And they were creating their own, you know, um, you know, businesses, initiatives. And so, yeah. So right away we knew, okay, let's partner with everybody. Uh, that's pretty much yes. that. That's everybody. Pretty, yes. I love it. Like, um, you're not, because you're not biased. Right? Exactly. You're unbiased. <laughs> exactly. Let's form this collaboration. Let's all work together. Yes. We all, you know, we are all, you know, it comes back to our main mission of we're all pioneering what the internet, the mm. digital media age is going to be like for generations to come. Mm. So let's all collaborate mm. and work together. And, um, you know, and so naturally um, youth entrepreneurship came when, um, for us, we thought, okay, well, we're working all these people. They see what we're doing. We're all, you know, having this synergy between all of us. Um, you know, what's one thing we can do to kind of um, inspire other people like us? And so Winged actually created a separate, um, you know, program called Winged Solve attached to our company. And Winged Solve for us was something that we thought was our legacy to give back. So Winged Solve is an annual program. And what it does is if you're between, um, you know, I think it's about 13 to 34 um, years old, you can send us an idea. Um, and then tell us, oh, actually not, not just a, you know, not just a, an idea, but look into your community, look into, you know, wherever you're living or your, uh, you know, your workspace or anything at all. If you see a problem that's, you know, not, obviously we know the big problems, global warming and all these, but just problems that are intrinsic to where you are, um, you know, create an idea, a creative idea, original idea, and send it to us in a written video or, um, you know, audio form. And we we go through this selection process where we work through, you know, we work with everybody, but there's one that we select at the end of the year where we kind of work uh-huh. with them for the duration of one year. Um, we help brand them. We help, you know, um, make them uh, maintain solid ground. Of course, we're still starting up, so we can't offer a lot 
more. But as we grow, I mean, there are other things that we want to do, like create a fund for um, youth entrepreneurs. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we want to create all these things that actually help young entrepreneurs start because um, that's that really is the case. Because, um, again, when there's, this, there's that dismissal that comes right from Juvenoia, when you tell mm-hmm. people, hey, I have an mm-hmm. idea, you tell people that came before you, right? You tell the adults, I like to say, right. hey, I have an idea. They're like, uh, it, you know, they, they, they put all the realistic, hey, where's the money? You know, where, how yeah. are you going to get the audience? How are you going to get, so you, you kind of get discouraged right away. So, um, sure. yeah. we, so we're, we're trying to create this environment where people can just have this idea and actually run with it, you know, take flight with it. So, uh, yeah. That's wonderful. So Wingsong uh, is wonderful. <laughs> so Wingsong so is no, our So project. more winged. Yeah, absolutely. It fits perfectly with your mission. Absolutely. Just let go and go after your passion. Absolutely. So I, here, I've got two more questions for you and uh, I could go for hours speaking with you because (laughs) I'm so enjoying this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. The first question is, is that how come David didn't get to speak on the podcast today? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's where um, a lot of people actually ask that. I don't know if you're familiar (laughs) with uh, web development uh, by any chance, like website building and all these things. Are you familiar with any of that? No, no, I'm very much a, a non, uh, well, that whole environment. What I love is the end product, but the nuances of it, no. <laughs> yeah, so when um, I always use this analogy all the time because there's something called the front end and the back end. Um, okay, yep. so, Exactly. So um, I always say I'm the front end, David is the back end because David is more, sure. you know, the, the shy. Um, he does more of the technology side and um, yes. he's actually doing his combined master's PhD in neuroscience right now. Uh, Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he's all uh, his his time is very limited, but we he does more of the behind the scenes. I'm more, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the CEO, so I kind of do all the sure. talking and all the walking around. <laughs> well, you, you, that's interesting. You talk about web development. I always say when uh, when I'm teaching again entrepreneurship to people, I said yes. the worst people in the world to start businesses together are two web developers <laughs> because they they think that's all they have to do is sit around and do what they do well, which is develop websites and indeed. You do. You need the yin and the yang. You need yes. the opposites, and uh, oh, you that. need to, all the players make it work. So I'm so happy you just reinforced that. that and there's a role to play, and there's an identity that's represented in the in the, for winged, and and he doesn't want to do it. Probably yeah. <laughs> he just it, it, so that's even better. Why do something you don't want to do? Exactly. I think that's very cool. Exactly. Uh, and very I've, cool. I've always been the talker, you know. So I remember when I um, when we actually came up with this idea, he told me, "Oh, you know, I've actually been looking into." a blog and I I told him well I've actually been interested in writing too but I just never knew how to create a blog so right away you yeah. know I I convinced him to to join forces with me so that's what I always say yeah. I'm like David please let's do this together <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it yeah well uh Zainab, um, I got a question for you. And, and on your script, it says about uh, the most inspiring book. And I, but I want to I want to change that up a bit because okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that you have met some very incredible people along your journey. Um, who is one person that you would recommend people need to learn about um, on their journey of life? And I say life because it doesn't have to be just about business. It's just somebody that you said these this person, what they're doing, how they're impacting or how they, how they do, how they act, whatever that you say, man, woman, this is the one that you got to follow. 
Oh boy, this is this is a tough question because that's literally <laughs> what I spend my time, my free time doing is listening to biographies and you know autobiographies and watching all these uh, entrepreneurs. So ah, interesting. So, so, yes, of course. So I'm assuming you mean you know um, people that are you know kind of well known right now out there in the world, right? They're leading. They're leading change, I should say, right? No, no, I am interested in who you think. They okay. don't have to be leading change from a public perspective. There's a lot of, you know, behind the scene dynamos that you might know of that uh, people could still learn about. I mean, there's lots to learn on LinkedIn, whatever. There's, there's again, the internet, the digital world. It's easy <laughs> to find people. But oh. I, I, also, I always like the ones that are not expected when these, when I ask this question so that people can have something fresh to enter in their lives besides the, as I always go to the Richard Branson's of the world. Yeah. Great guy. But after a while, yeah, yeah. Richard Branson, big yawn. Uh, Tell me something that I, that I don't know. Absolutely. So, you know, right away, I think of David Foster Wallace. He's, you know, okay. he's, he's, he's unfortunately passed away right now, but he's an author. And it was a friend that, um, you know, told me about this book he wrote called Infinite Jest. And mm -hmm. um, it's a book that it's a thousand page long book. Um, mm. And I, I, I got to understand him as a person from reading the book. So he has this quote, he says, where when you read a book by an author or by a person and, um, you know, I, it's almost like you're getting to meet them because that's, that's sort of your introduction yes. to them, right? So um, he yes. has this view about the world and why is it that, you know, the way we consume the, the type of content, why do we con consume the content the way we do? And, you know, online, whatever platform, and why do we stick with it? It's almost like... Um, why do we... So, for example, he was using TV as an analogy for him. He was like, mm -hmm. I know... I shouldn't be consuming this type of content, but yet I'm glued to the screen. And it's the way we we create and craft our content. So he's someone that I like, you know, the way he talks about the way we interact with the type of content we as humans create. But mm, if I can combine mm. him, Elon Musk and Oprah together, those are, you know, <laughs> if I can combine all three of them. So Elon Musk has this... Oh, he he's someone that I've been extremely, you know, interested and you know, just genuinely passionate about the come up story of how he created Tesla and SpaceX. And, you know, just this idea of he knew they were in those two companies could not have been successful. You know, he said, yes. I don't, I don't think they were going to be successful. In fact, I knew they were going to fail. There was a high chance that both were going to fail, but I knew that if I created this right now, I would inform people coming after me of what not to do. And mm. for me, you know, he has that, you know, mm -hmm. he has that way of, you know, when you have a purpose, when you have that passion for something, you know, no matter how important to you, all the other thing, you know, success, money, all the thing that comes from it, you know, they all just fade away because all you mm. want to do is reach that purpose of that you have, you know, and that's where Oprah comes in because Oprah, mm. um, you know, Oprah always talks about how we all have a purpose as human beings, you know, mm. and it bleeds from, mm -hmm. um, you know, Paula Colo's The Alchemist where um, she had this for her book club mm -hmm. where um, it all bleeds from, we all have a purpose. We're, wherever we are, mm -hmm. we just have to listen to that inner voice. And I know it's, uh, it's yep. cliche, it's spiritual, whatever anyone wants to call it's, it. But, but it's true. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> we, yeah, we, that's right. we all have that intuition in us, you know, that thing that just kind of knows what to do right away and so mm. oprah then comes in and solidifies that point of you know if 
the world, and, and this is a question that often gets asked by a lot of uh, entrepreneurs listening to this or, you know, um, anybody with a startup company where when you're trying to apply for funding or um, a showcase at a symposium or a conference, the first question they ask you usually is, what problem are you trying to solve? Right. Uh-huh. And then the, the second question is, how is your company solving this problem? So, you, uh-huh. you know, I have a problem with that question most times because, you know, oftentimes they pick the companies that have this common world place problems. But Oprah then comes in and says, you know, she asked that same, she was asked that same question by, I think I forget if it was, she was chatting with Maya Angelou or something, but, um, you know, they were all, they were conversing, conversing with someone really interesting as well. And um, the person, you know, the person that told her, you know, the world doesn't, sure, you can't solve all of the world's problems, but what the world needs is actually people who have come alive from knowing what their purpose is. And that wow. is the solution, you know? And so for yeah. me, I, I look at it that way. I say, you know, even if you're not solving the biggest thing in the world, you know, you're not solving global warming issues or you're not curing, you're not solving poverty and, you know, alleviating poverty or whatnot. But as long as you've come alive and you know what your true purpose is, to, that's you're doing the world a favor. You're solving a problem, and that is it. So for me, if I can combine DFW, David Foster Wallace, Elon Musk, and Oprah together, that's that's someone I think <laughs> I would I would want to meet. I'll be stuck in an elevator with. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a, you know, uh, thank you for that answer. Uh, very insightful and very spiritual too. And I mm-hmm. think that that's part of a being a great having a great journey as a person, let alone an entrepreneur, is being spiritually connected into it. Absolutely. And so I'm going to. To give you a gift because the way the way you just <laughs> described um, your person to me, I love. There's a certain game I like to play when I'm <laughs> when I'm in that that deep thought conversation, and oh, I uh, love it. and yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it, it kind of goes like this: when you sit around with people, and it's very interesting how they get involved with the game. But it it uh, it really it's a deep thought process. It says you're having a dinner party, and you're allowed to invite five people. You're the six, so there's going to be six at the dinner party, and you're not allowed to invite friends or families. And there's somebody that you invite could be dead or alive. So it could be, for example, it could be Jesus Christ, if if that's who you wanted to bring, or obviously you can bring uh, somebody like Elon Musk to the <laughs> table. And so, and so have that conversation with friends of yours. And it's so interesting and insightful <laughs> to, uh, to, to go through that. And why I say that, my friend, is because the next time that I'm going to do that particular uh, game, I'm going to bring up Zainab News <laughs> as the person that I want to invite in they're going to say, who's that? And I'm going to say, you don't know who she is. Well, you're going to know who she is because she is the voice of millennials. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I really mean it. This has just been a magnificent conversation. I'm very privileged and honored to have it. And uh, I do get to Ottawa every now and then. So uh, let's make sure we grab a coffee together. I'd I'd love to shake your hand and say hello. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This was, you know, I I think it's a two-way street obviously you know communication great great conversation so i absolutely enjoyed this conversation and it's because you're you know you're an awesome host and you're an awesome you you know um speaker yourself so thank you so much thank you (laughs) thank you so much well keep on happening give a high five to david for me and uh we'll talk to you real soon for joining us this week on the startup canada podcast (laughs) a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories in tangible 
tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Till next week, I'm Rivers Corbett leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode. Uh, this is Dr. Azeldin Abul Age, founder of Dotas for Life Foundation, uh, and I am Associate Professor at the Dalalana School of Public Health, University of Toronto. Uh, and you are listening to the Startup Canada podcast. Um, Doctor, you, uh, your book, I Shall Not Hate, it's been translated into 23 languages. It's a part of the curriculum in educational institutions and continues to be a, a, a tool for change across the world. Um, what did you learn about telling your story when writing the book? Uh, can you talk about that journey, please? Yeah, it, as I wrote it, I was inspired too by the people and it strengthened my faith and hope in life and in the people. I remember after the tragedy, I lost faith in humanity. But later on, I resumed this faith in humanity and goodwill among people after writing my book, where I was inspired by students, by people from everywhere in this world who sent messages to say, you opened our eyes, you inspired us, you saved our life. And that's what is important for me to sensitize the people. And it helped me also to heal and not to stay as a victim, but to be a survival and a leader in this world. And what? And this is the message I want to send to my daughters, to say to them, I did my part to keep you alive and to send a positive message that all women believe in. Because all women, you don't see a violent or a woman who is going to kill and to fight against other women by their nature are loving people. So it's they carry a human message. So I want to carry on the message of my daughter to spread it with wisdom, with kind words and good deeds. And that's the message of the book. It's a hopeful, universal, a human message to inspire others and to take action.